morning. I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, July 25th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on the Senate slam and the House hustle. Number two, what we're watching on the economic front. And number three, who we are watching this week. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are into the last week of July. It is going to be a sprint to the August recess. We have all the details in Punchbowl News AM. Why don't you set us up with what we are describing as the quote-unquote Senate slam? Yeah, I didn't come up with that, but that's not bad. Um, thank you, Brez. <laughs> uh, we, we might workshop it during this podcast. I yeah, I mean that might be a um, uh, <laughs> that might that might end up on the cutting room floor after today. But who cares? Let's do this. So let's start with today. Um, the uh, Senate is holding a cloture vote, um, uh, which is a vote, obviously, to cut off. Debate on the $280 billion Chips Plus bill. This is the um, most recent incarnation of Yusika or of whatever. Who cares? I'm not going to go through all these damn titles again. Um, we don't think there will be any um, problems here because there are a bunch of Republicans who support it. Uh, uh, every Democrat, well, not every Democrat, Bernie Sanders doesn't support it, but most Democrats support it. Um, and the question then becomes, when does this get sent to the House? This is a um, the leadership tells us they will clear the bill no later than Wednesday. Now, listen, they could clear it today if they wanted to. They could just do cloture and then get a time agreement to move it today. I don't think that will happen. Um, interestingly enough, we have some new reporting this morning that Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State and member of the House, is calling Republican lawmakers to support this legislation. Um, uh, Ray, uh, Pompeo has spoken to Raimondo. Gina Raimondo. Uh, Gina Commerce. Raimondo, the Commerce Secretary. I'm sorry. Yes, Gina Raimondo, the Commerce Secretary, about this legislation. Raimondo's been in the lead uh, for the administration on getting this through. Uh, a bunch of Republicans have sprouted up in support in the House. Mike McCall, Mike Turner, and John Katko, the ranking members of the Foreign Affairs Committee, Intel Committee, and Homeland Security Committee. Um, so that's pretty big. Uh, interestingly enough, Anna, we have an event tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, which dovetails nicely with this, right? Yeah, absolutely. We are going to be speaking with Ramondo's deputy, uh, Don Graves, 9 a.m. tomorrow morning at The Roost on Capitol Hill. You can also stream that online if you can't make it in person, but couldn't be a more timely, uh, you know, you know, time to sit down with him, how they're feeling about this bill, uh, the future of it, and also what's le been left on the cutting floor, right? There's a lot of things that they wanted that you know didn't actually end up in the final package. So uh, no shortage of things to talk about there. Um, I think the one thing that's kind of interesting here is, you know, when you look at this Chips Plus Act and then all the rest of the things, because that's what's the question is, what else can get done in the next two weeks if the Senate stays with its current schedule? Um and there's a slew of things. Uh, we don't need to go into all of them, but I mean, in, in great detail. But I think one of the things that has been very interesting to watch is this uh, kind of question about whether or not the Senate is going to take up uh, the same-sex marriage bill 
47 House Republicans, as we've talked about before on this podcast, supported that bill last week. It was a surprise to many just how widespread the support was in the House. And right now you have McConnell along with Senators Tammy Baldwin and Kirsten Sinema, the Democrats from Wisconsin and Arizona, trying to figure out if they have 10 Republican votes to overcome an expected GOP filibuster. This is not something that was really on the radar here, but um, because it got that widespread support, there's now momentum to potentially do that, as well as two other outstanding issues, Jake, adding Sweden and Finland to NATO, and then the PACT Act, which would allow millions of veterans exposed to toxic substances during their military careers to receive VA health care and benefits. And that doesn't even talk about reconciliation. That's right. I just a quick second to dwell on the um, the marriage equality bill, the um, uh, the right to marriage or respect for marriage act. I'm sorry. Um, huge surprise, as you note, um, this could be like a historic week for same sex marriage in the United States out of almost nowhere, um, which is, I, I think, important to just think about for a second. I mean, this is all because 47 House Republicans voted for the Respect for Marriage Act. Republican leadership didn't whip it. Um, they treated it as what they call a vote of conscience. And this has led a bunch of Republicans in the Senate to support it, uh, including Ron Johnson. We've we've heard uh, he, he's expressed support. Um, there's a core of about four people, including Roy Blunt, Susan Collins, Rob Portman, Lisa Murkowski, who have been um, suggest who have said various versions of they would vote for it. And then in addition to that, um, we haven't heard from Mitch McConnell yet. So uh, very interesting that this could be this all of a sudden sud uh, historic week for same-sex marriage in the United States. Um, reconciliation, Anna, I, I don't know what to say here. Um, they got, you know, once they clear this chips bill, I, I imagine the focus is going to be much more um, intently, intensively on reconciliation. Um, they're, they're already to the parliamentarian who's trying to figure out what would, um, what would fly basically in reconciliation. They're, they're, they've stripped it down all the way to Medicare prescription drug negotiations and, uh, two year extension of Obamacare subsidies. This is f a far, far, far cry from what it from what it was, you know, a year ago or what they initially envisioned. Republicans have challenged several um, provisions in reconciliation, including um, basically just whether they can include this stuff. And um, they are we expect to hear from her pretty soon. The parliamentarian, that's Elizabeth McDonough. And then you move to the House, where the House, House is just waiting on the chips bill, which I anticipate they're going to be able to clear. It will be a bit white-knuckled um, because it's just, there's just, you know, we all know the House is a mess. It's a three-seat majority at the moment, but um, it's going to be a close vote, the chips bill, and then they're going to wait for reconciliation, and they'll have to pass that. Um and then the, the gun safety bills, Anna. We have this police funding bill. We have uh, assault weapons ban. Uh, this is going to be... And remember, the House is supposed to be done after this week. Um, this is the last week in session for the House of Representatives. We anticipate they're not going to be able to finish chips, reconciliation, and all this stuff this week. So if, if and when Senate pa the Senate passes reconciliation, our, our base case is obviously that they will at some point, the House is going to have to come in and interrupt their August to get this thing through. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing just to as a background or to note for our listeners, um, also happening this week, the America First Agenda Summit is this week at the Marriott Marquis in Washington. Former President Donald Trump is going to be speaking Tuesday afternoon. This will be Trump's first trip back to Washington since January 2021. A number of House and Senate Republicans will be there, including House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, but certainly the first time Trump will be in Washington kind of with the backdrop of these powerful January 6th hearings that have been happening over the past several weeks. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning, Jake, uh, a huge financial focus. It's a big week for the economy as the Fed readies to increase rates uh, and the GDP is going to be announced on Thursday. Um, this is just, you know, obviously the nervousness around the economy cannot be um overemphasized, particularly going into this last sprint ahead of the November election. Um, You know, the Federal Reserve is expected to raise interest rates by another 75 basis points on Wednesday. Part of this is kind of ongoing campaign to rein in soaring inflation. Yes. Uh, Interestingly enough, I was on Meet the Press yesterday, as was Janet Yellen. She, uh, She was remote, so I didn't, you know, I wasn't like mixing it up with her. But um, she said, Interestingly enough, she said to to Chuck Todd that um, uh, second quarter GDP might be negative, which would theoretically, um, that is the traditional definition of a recession, right? Two uh, negative quarters of GDP. Now, Yellen said she does not think that this will be declared a recession, but, you know, uh, just the prospect of two negative quarters of GDP um, right now would be uh, it would be pretty it would be pretty if even if you don't call it a recession, it would be a blow to this administration to have two negative quarters of GDP, Anna. Absolutely. All right, let's go to the number three story of the morning. Who we're watching? Uh, Probably unsurprisingly, top of that list, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, for all of the reasons we laid out at the top, closing out the Senate's work for the summer is going to be extremely tricky. He's got his Chips Plus bill that is a personal crusade. Remember, he was one of the original sponsors in the Senate to that bill under many different names earlier. Uh, He's got the reconciliation package, which is going to be a heavy lift, not to mention, of course, the decision to move forward with whether or not the Senate's going to try to codify same-sex marriage into law. Uh, And then Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, not somebody we've talked about too much today, but he's been pretty quiet on where he is at when it comes to his vote on the Respect for Marriage Act. Um, And then, you know, what does he do in terms of some of these other outstanding issues, as well as Sweden and Finland's accession to NATO before the August recess? Yeah, he's going to be for that. We don't know where he is on the marriage bill. That's something I am very interested in. I talked to him about it last week. He said he would address it when the bill moves closer to the Senate. That was before Schumer said he would take it up. So we anticipate he's going to have to say something. If not, you know, I don't know when he'll say it. You know, it doesn't it's 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 up to him when he says it. We're going to ask him. I'm definitely going to ask him this morning or this afternoon when he gets back into town. Um he has a, uh, as we all know, he has a, a uh, <laughs> he doesn't always answer when you want him to. So uh, we'll have to see what he says. 
But of course, this is a, it's a historic vote. There's a lot of eyes on him to see what he does. Um, some of his closest allies are going to be voting yes. That's Rob Portman, Roy Blunt. So uh, very, very interesting. All right. With that, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Please share about The Daily Punch is the best way for folks to find out about us. With that, have a great day and stay safe.